Welcome to the Swimming From Home talk show. I'm here with Chris Reed. Um, yeah, so I get, so we, we just talked about how you were supposed to go home yesterday and that flight got canceled because South Africa is now shut down. Um, were you going home? Was that your flight to go home for your trials? Yeah, so um, I was leaving yesterday. I was going to be in South Africa for um, a week. And our nationals, I was going to race on what, April 6th and 7th, all the big trials. But those unfortunately got postponed to June uh, 20th now. So, yeah, kind of stuck here. <laughs> gotcha. Um, was that. How have your last, you know, I saw you in Des Moines in Iowa, um, yeah. where you had a pretty solid meet. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. what, what has, what, what's life been like for you since then? Um, well, that, I think that was the same week that, or the week after was, um, when the NC2A came out with the news that, um, you know, everything shut down. So um, that week for me, although I was pretty high and pretty happy with how I did at the point, um, considering that that was a meet where I didn't even rest and I was doing some great times, um, I was kind of sad just because of all my teammates and, you know, all my friends that I've been training with the whole year couldn't finish up. But um, since then, I think we were able to train for um, – we trained for another week and a half at the university pool, just the mm -hmm. pros. Um, we would go in by ourselves, um, you know, and do old practices um, that we could remember. Um, mm -hmm. so that was pretty tough, just leading up to everything. Um, but then uh, our university rec pool closed, and we had no pool. And then uh, we kind of made you for two days, uh, swimming in a local club pool. And then that closed down. And then North Carolina has closed all parks and, um, you know, facilities. So since I haven't swam or been in the pool on a weight room since Friday last week. Okay. So it's been a week. Wow. Yeah. So what has this week been like? Yeah. Well, um, you know, I said, okay, well, the Olympics has been postponed. They're looking at seeing this morning that they, um, they're thinking about July, August next year. Mm -hmm. I kind of just said to my coaches, well, you know, I might as well just take a break now, take a week, maybe just let my body and my mind to reset. Um, cause I was really stressed out just I still had the same expectations. I had to compete in August, be yeah. top notch, but I couldn't swim. Um, so this week has just been very down low. Um, been doing a lot of praying, uh, a lot of reading, uh, but really just resting. And then next week, I'm going to start getting up into a workout routine where I'll go for walks, I'll go hiking, I'll do my normal dry land, my shoulder stability, and everything. But um, yeah, that's really the only thing I could be doing right now and only can do yeah and you're in are you still in Raleigh right now yeah I'm still in Raleigh um you know I'd love to go travel to see my friends but my friends are kind of in the same state yeah yeah 
Yeah. Um, so when, when you found out that the Olympics were postponed, was that mostly just relief or kind of, can you take me through your reaction to that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it was a huge relief just in the sense of, although my federation and my country um, were working with us South African athletes mm -hmm. about, you know, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, we want to work with you guys. Um, but it was still stressful because obviously, for I think for a lot of people up until that point, um, you know, no one wants to go to the Olympics just to be there, right? We always want to go and compete and do our best. And for me, it was just kind of like, well, now I'm a little relieved because at the up until that point, I was just probably going to go to the Olympics to be to be there because you know a lot of people two weeks in our sport is a big impacts us a lot, especially yeah. if the Olympics would have been just in July. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that being said, it was a it was a sigh of relief that I don't have to stress, but it wasn't hugely impactful towards. Um, just who I am, my personal well-being. Um, I'm very fortunate that my identity isn't found in swimming or in the Olympic Games. Like, I don't need to compete at the Olympic Games to get keep me going for four years. Um, mm -hmm. I don't need to get the high of qualifying or, you know, doing well in swimming to, to give me any worth in this world, you know. And... Um, so for me, I know for a lot of people, this is, they say it's career ending and I'm not playing down any of their responses or their um, response to that. But uh, for me personally, um, you know, it's not the end of my world. Um, you know, things are going on and you know, I'm just taking it as a personal growth opportunity and reflection. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned reading earlier. Have you been, what have you been reading? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I've been studying quite a bit of my Bible. I've been reading a lot of um, faith-based books as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, every, every day going to training, um, I spend a lot of time just in the word. And even when I get back between my two sessions, um, I spend a lot of time just reading or reflecting and, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's helping me find more of my identity and purpose and what God has given us. Um, you know, so spend a lot of time with that. And then, um, you know, I've been reading articles online too. I, I love information. I love growing. Mm -hmm. uh, do you live with anyone in Raleigh? Uh, yes, I do have a roommate, yeah. But they uh -huh. haven't seen them five days <laughs> oh okay uh so i'm alone five days so far <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh have so are you able to interact with your nc state teammates at all whether that's the postgrads or the undergrads yeah um i talk to everyone every day on group chats um we call each other every day um but physically no um just all, virtually every single one of my teammates and postgrads um, are not even here. <laughs> um, they've all gone back home. So, um, you know, I, one thing that's really good, been good is um, we have a little um, chat 
where we kind of hold each other accountable every day just to make sure we're doing something. So someone will send a picture of what they're doing and saying what they're doing. And then they'll be like, hey, what's up, Chris? What are you doing today? And, um, so that's been really fun. It's been really, um, you know, motivating. But also just shows the family that um, that interstate team has. You know, it's We want to be involved in each other's lives, even when we're not physically together. Yeah, certainly. So, um, so from a financial standpoint, and if you don't feel comfortable talking about this, we certainly don't have to, but I, you know, you being, you representing South Africa internationally, um, does this affect your funding at all or your financial situation? Yeah. Um, uh, unfortunately, um, I don't receive any, um, aid from my country, uh, okay. from South or the government, um, as do many other athletes do. Um, but from a financial standpoint, I, um, you know, I, I rely a lot on clinics I do uh, or uh, pro series. Um, so uh, it hasn't impacted me. Yes, I don't have a monthly flow as I've set up already, but I've been, you know, with the blessings of the finances that God has given me, I've been a good steward of it and um, I've been very fortunate to save up which I know for a lot of people is very hard right now mm -hmm. uh, yeah that's that's good to hear um, because I, I don't think a lot of people realize what goes into you know the, what what you're doing right now which is essentially being a professional swimmer um, and kind of how how you have to nickel and dime that and get funds from, from all sorts of different places it, that a lot of people aren't just allowed that opportunity. Um, so that's, that's good to hear that, that you are maintaining yourself and able to, to keep chasing your dream at least for another year in 2021. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so what, you know, this week's kind of resting, you mentioned, Hiking, dry lands. Um, is there a lot of hiking to do out there? Can can you tell me a little bit more about what you're planning on once you get back into it? Yeah. Um, so you've been to Raleigh, but you probably haven't been to the nice places. Um, Raleigh has some really cool parks. Um, mm -hmm. They've got some really nice lakes. So um, what I often do is I'll just go out for a walk. I'll drive these parks. Uh, I'll go take my backpack, I'll have my hammock, my books, my, my, my journal, and I'll just go walk around for probably about 30, 45 minutes just walking around, finding a good spot, and then um, I'll set up my hammock, I'll read a little bit, fall asleep in my hammock, um, and uh, you know, do some quiet time, self-reflection. Um, you know, during this time too, although I've been really growing, being molded by my faith through reading the Bible, I've also been journeying a lot. Um, you know, so you know, although I can't physically work out to the best of my ability, I've been really working on that spiritual side and my uh, mental side. You know, um, I, I'm probably getting a little off topic here, so we can maybe come back. But um, you know, with dry land, um, you know, it'll be you know doing sprints up hills. 
and then just you know for me it's i can't get underneath the olympic bar right now mm -hmm. so i'm really working on the foundations of everything in my life right now so i'm working on the foundations of shoulder stability um foundations of just even my balance so i'm doing a lot of balance drills at home um, you know even just yeah i probably have bad posture now but <laughs> um you know working on the small things so that when i do get to go underneath um a bar and some heavy weights right i always use the analogy of people it's like of the engine of a ferrari it's big and powerful right but if i don't have the welding strong enough welding if i have the welding of maybe like a a little VW um, uh, buggy, right? When you put that engine in, once it starts going, you're just going to tear it off and you're going to get injuries. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just looking at this as, yes, I can't train my engine, but let's work on the welding. Let's get that frame better and stronger, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. What, uh, to, to back up just a little bit, you know, I think... I think journaling is something that a lot of athletes have talked about, but I never get tired of hearing about people's experiences with journaling. How, how do you feel? What do you feel you get out of um, out of journaling? Yeah. You know, I think uh, for a tremendous amount of athletes, and this is just people in general life too, um, you get so enveloped with your emotions during the day through your experiences, right? You, Sometimes, and this has happened in my life, is I'm experiencing an emotion, but I can't verbally express. So I don't even know what's going on in my life. I might come home, be in a foul mood, and I don't know why, even if I had a great day. And uh, for me, the journaling is really, it's like, you know, I've experienced something, whether it's um, God, God's experience during the day teaching me something or just with encounters with someone. And taking the time to, you know, I put my phone away, put the TV, I go to my room, I go out, as I said, one of my hikes, and um, I kind of allow the pressure that's just kind of pushing it in. I remove that pressure and just allow my, my mind and my heart and my soul to kind of flow out and um, really put into words what I'm feeling. Um, you know, even though it's not getting rid of, a situation that I may be in currently. Um, I think the foundation of is identifying what that problem is, uh, is the beginning of the battle. Because once you've put it into words, whatever you're struggling with, I mean, even the Bible talks us about, you know, confessing your sins or confessing what you're struggling about, you, you render whatever that is powerless. You know, it, it, you give away power as it goes over. Um, but also in the same sense, like some of the guys in the team, I've been sitting down with them and really coaching them mentally. So when I journal too, I journal about what I want to do. So let's say like I had a race at Des Moines, right? Um, a week or two before I'm sitting down and I'm writing my race strategy, my race plan. And even if I didn't do what I wanted to do in the race, Oh, sorry. Someone called me. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, uh, so I will write. Uh, so yeah, um, I'll write down what I want to do. Like okay. for instance, I'll you know I'll write out my race. You dive in. You feel the crispness of the water, and you're feeling the speed. You break out. 
you have three really strong strokes and you're feeling the speed as you pull away and I start, um, you know, positive reinforcement on my race. Even though I don't have the greatest start in the world, the greatest underworld kicks, um, I'm starting to believe it um, with just my races. I even do this with training. When in training, I'm very big on verbally or what I'm going to do. If you ask um, Braden and other coaches, they're like, he just will never keep quiet. He keeps talking. He keeps talking about what he's going to do and how he's going to do it, um, which some people might think might be arrogance. Um, but for me, it's, you know, uh, you know, so many bad things come into our mind during the day. And especially I feel like when we're in the pool, mm-hmm. that's when our insecurities or our doubts are heightened um, with what we're doing. Because, you know, ultimately I can train really well, but as soon as I go to a meet, right, all the small insecurities about whatever I have in my life or even in the swimming board, is going to be heightened at the meet. And that's when I'm going to start having that, 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 that little voice saying, you know what, you probably can't beat this person. I mean, you know what, you're probably going to have a bad race right now. And I've, in this positive reinforcement of saying of everything that I'm going to be doing, or this is how great of a swimmer I have now, I'm taking maybe from a thousand bad thoughts in the day to maybe having five and replacing them with, um, you know, even if, um, you know, uh, even if I'm, if I'm not even good at kicking underwater kicking, right? If you ask some of like Coleman Stewart, right, one of the, probably arguably one of the greatest underwater kickers in the sport right now. Yeah. Uh, I tell him that watch out, third war, I'm gonna catch you on that 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 underwater kick, right? And <laughs> um, yeah, it, it might be overconfidence, but then I, I I make sure that I try and kick on that third war, right? So it's just um, you know trying to help myself believe. Right. Mm-hmm. If I can believe I'm a great swimmer, you know, it's, it's going to catch up eventually. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great theory. And I think that's really, really cool to hear. Um, any, any, any closing thoughts you've got? Um, I mean, I think for a lot of people, um, just right now, um, I think, I'd really want to encourage people to journal. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't need a journal. Um, I think taking the time down just to even write about the experience you're going through, even if you're not good at writing, the the, the, the period of taking, sitting down, self-reflecting, you know, and be honest, you know. God has made you with all these different emotions. If you want to cry while you're writing, or if you want to be angry, express it. Because when you bottle it in here, it's what tears you up, right? And, um, you know, some people, they are completely grieved um, by the fact that they can't have their championship meet. Write about it. See where you are. Maybe come back a few years later and you see where you, where you were and maybe how you overcame that. Um, but, you know, just want everyone to stay positive. Um, and as everyone else is saying, reach out to people you wouldn't necessarily and try to learn. Use this as a learning learning curve. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks a lot for your time, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, man.